What's going on? It's Monday, motherfuckers. And here we go. Another week. Out there pumping for the man. Doing the best we can. And uh, you know how it is, man. Everybody's just trying to survive. It's uh, getting wild out there, everybody. So uh, keep your heads up. And, uh, you know, don't let the man get you down. So it's Monday, February the 6th. And uh, we're all still here, man. We're all still here. Uh, lived through the uh, debacle that was the Duke Carolina game. And congratulations to the Blue Devils and a hard-earned victory. They played some uh, very physical ball, and um, I will say that the officials um, are lacking, and it's very strange that uh, the Tar Heels only got to the free throw line a couple times, and that Duke, I think, shot 15 free throws. I mean... What's going on there? I mean, there's just no way that's how the game is. Uh, you know, it's just not a representation um, on equal sides. I just don't see how that's really possible. Um, but, you know, I guess those refs are seeing something that I'm not seeing. So, again, congratulations to the Blue Devils. Um, hopefully we can play a little better. Over in uh, Chapel Hill. We'll see how it goes. Um, <clears throat> what else is happening here in the uh, state of North Carolina? I saw we've uh, had some license plate reading cameras going on in Raleigh. Uh, some of you may have uh, benefited from that and uh, received an arrest. Or uh, maybe a ticket. But uh, it alerted to us 116 wanted people. 41 arrests in six months. But it doesn't record your faces, everybody. Don't worry. It says that they're not recording your faces. And the data will be deleted after 30 days. So Big Brother's not watching. Okay? They're not looking at your face. Your face. There's no facial recognition. Don't worry. They're only using that in China. So we're safe. Don't, don't, be, don't, be, um, don't be worried. Everything's going to be fine. Um, it's for our own safety. Don't forget that. Uh, it's important to keep us safe from ourselves. And, um, yeah, you know, it's important. Safety first. That's uh, used to flash on the big screen there. <laughs> uh, on the big screen. On the uh, rolling um, sign that was on the shop doors, or above the shop doors at UNC, even though we're there in the grounds department. Safety first. So, just so y'all know, it's important. To be safe, and uh, our government is looking out for us. Do not worry. But uh, what else is going on? What else is happening in the world? Um, you know, all kinds of crazy shit, I guess. But uh, so we had the China weather balloon shot down off the coast of North Carolina. That's exciting. Uh, I mean, I'm, yeah, it was a weather balloon, right? Not it wasn't a spy balloon. I think they were just, um, you know. I don't know what this was all about, but it's certainly strange, and we are just ramping up our uh, rhetoric against China, which is 
which is nice. You know, uh, I am a liberal uh, Democrat in the old sense that I don't, I'm not for war. Um, I guess the new Democrat is for war. Suddenly, we're the, the, the Democrats are suddenly the freedom fighters, which is very interesting. Um, you know, the used to the Republicans were <clears throat> funneling money in was Iran Contra selling guns and funneling money into the freedom fighters and shit behind everybody's back. And we're just like funneling money to the Ukraine just right out in front. Like so much money that it is, you know, it's getting kind of ridiculous. Excuse me, that's some good coffee this morning. But, um, yeah, I guess the Pentagon failed their budget again. It's like the fifth time they failed their budget audit. Um, and there's so much money unaccounted for. Um, somewhere in the neighborhood of like $9 trillion has been unaccounted for. I don't know how long of time that is, but I hope that wasn't just one year. I don't know how often they do that audit, but... I mean, the growth, the, the, our, you know, the entire budget or the entire like gross domestic fucking budget of, uh, I guess our budget is 15 trillion. So that's a lot of fucking money going to the military industrial complex that was so aptly, um, talked about in the fifties by Eisenhower and his, uh, last speech when he was leaving office in case any of y'all don't know that. Um, go back and watch it. It's on YouTube. It's fucking pretty wild to hear a president saying stuff like that. I'm surprised they didn't whack him, but I guess he had to <clears throat> wait till he was leaving office to say that kind of shit. But, um, you know, it's, uh, it's pretty wild. Um, but yeah, we've given, uh, how much money have we given Ukraine? Oh, we've given Ukraine a hundred billion dollars. I guess we've allotted a hundred billion. I think we've only given them around 20 something billion so far. But um, we have like $100 billion allotted to give to the Ukraine uh, to fight uh, the Russians. Um, you know, I don't like places being uh, invaded by the Russians. But, you know, it's very strange that we're like... Oh, excuse me, I think my hat just hit the microphone. Sorry about that. Uh, it's very strange that... Uh, you know, we're giving them so much goddamn money. And every, every, all the, it's like if you're not for that shit, other Democrats will say you're goddamn Republican. So like, I'm not a fucking Republican, dude. I own guns too. That doesn't make me a Republican. You can't, I'm not, I will not be put in a box. I'm not on a fucking team. And neither are you. If you think you are, you're wrong. They don't, you're not on a fucking team. Just stop it. You know? I mean, I love the Carolina Tar Heels, but I'm not on the fucking team. You understand? I'm man enough to say a good game to the Blue Devils. Even though I think the officials sucked dick in that game. Um, you know. Doesn't change the fact that I can say, hey, congratulations to the Blue Devils. You know, they outplayed us, and, you know, we spend a lot of time looking at the ref for a call while they're running up the court to score. So, I mean, you can't do that shit. 
And the more you look for that, the less the refs are going to give it to you. They're like, you know, stop whining. Keep your head in the game, kid. You know, I think that kind of shit snowballs. It's not just the officials. But, you know, when you look to the officials every time you make a shot, instead of concentrating on what you're doing, you know, the officials are going to just start to be like, you know, fuck this kid. He thinks everything he does is perfect. And, you know, I don't know. I'm just trying to be uh, <clears throat> to play the devil's advocate there for the, for the uh, refs because I give them so much shit. Um, you know, I can see where they could be coming from a little bit. We do whine a lot <clears throat> when we don't get the calls that we want. And, um, you know, you can't, you can't do that shit. So, yeah, where was I? How did I get back to Carolina basketball from fucking Zelensky and $100 billion for war? Oh, Lord. Um, it's all about Carolina basketball. You understand, folks? If you're from... North Carolina, and you're a uh, basketball fan at all. Like, if you're my age, you grew up here, you're kind of a basketball fan, a football fan of the college game. You know, I mean, I didn't give a shit about pro sports, really. I mean, I pulled for the Cowboys because there was a lot of people that were Redskins fans in my family. So, you know, you got to fucking talk shit and make life fun. Um, I mean, everybody in my family is mostly Tar Heel fans, but I wasn't going to be a Duke fan because – just because I was born in Durham, because um, Duke is a private school and they're super rich school. It used to used to be UNC was the University of the People, but as I've discussed recently, I, it's not so much the University of the People um, as it used to be. <clears throat> I don't. Maybe it never was. Maybe it was just always uh, you know been elitist. But uh, you know. People talk about racist stuff, but goddamn, it's what, oh, Jesus Christ, the whole fucking everything in the world has been on that, you know? People have been fucking having slaves forever. Apparently there's open slave markets right now in fucking Libya or some crazy shit like that. So, you know, people are being sold into sexual slavery all the time. It's never, you know, people are fucking horrible creatures, man. We're not, we're not all, uh, you know moonbeams and goddamn whatever fucking shit they used to say back in the was it a <clears throat> it was just a, a dream some of us had what was that uh, Johnny Mitchell say that I don't know but um yeah the uh, <clears throat> the uh, spy balloon China weather balloon they shot that down and now they're pissed um Hopefully we will uh, see what was on that. I don't. I don't know. Um, I haven't seen any picture of it that you could see. I mean, and then people. I love they're saying that the only reason anybody said anything is because fucking people saw it from the ground. You're not seeing a fucking thing eighty thousand feet. I mean, a commercial airline is you know thirty thousand feet, and you can barely see that shit up there. If it wasn't streaming the uh, fucking chemtrails behind it. <laughs> If it didn't have the chemtrails behind it, you wouldn't even know that shit was there. Oh, my God. I don't believe in chemtrails, by the way. That's a, obviously I'm joking. I hope you can tell that I'm joking. That's the, hence the laughter there. <laughs> so, yeah, the weather balloon. Let's get us into some shit with China. 
which apparently we're looking for for whatever reason. Um, there's so much shit that we don't. I mean, the Nord Stream pipeline was blown up. There, an independent panel did a review of that, and uh, they were like, "Yeah, we don't think the Russians did it." By the way, in case you're wondering about the Nord Stream pipeline, if you don't know what that is, fucking, you know, supply line for uh, a lot of Northern Europe, I guess, and shit. Um, and uh, supposedly the Russians took that out, but um, they're saying that they don't think the Russians did it, this independent panel, and we may never know who blew it up. Isn't that something? We may never know who blew that up. That's wild. Even though a lot of fingers point towards uh, the United States blowing that up. We would never do anything like that, by the way. I mean, I'm not saying that we did that. I'm just saying it's possible that we would do something like that. You know, the Gulf of Tonkin stuff. I mean, there's been a lot of things that uh, we do to set things up. So, you know, it's a little, uh, a little fucked up, y'all. A little bit fucked up. What else is going on? Goddamn fucking all kinds of shit in the world like that. Um, went over and visited with a buddy of mine in Durham. And, uh, you know. He and I took a ride to go uh, see about picking up this boat. This was, this was pretty wild. Uh, so he does floors for a living. And, uh, you know, wood floors, like old school, repurposed, like, you know, heart pine shit, fancy shit. And um, if they're hard up for some work, I mean, they'll do some normal hardwood floors, I guess. And, uh, I mean, Brandon had his own business for many years and uh, did carpet and stuff. Anyway, he and I went out and uh, went um, to pick up this boat because these people are cleaning up this property and that I guess they hired Brandon and them to come in and do the floors. And uh, there was this boat there in the yard and it's just an old ass little fishing boat. Like the inside of it is just full of leaves and shit. Uh, all the, the like carpeting and stuff is all rotted out. The motor is just sitting there with the prop in the dirt. Um, the tires are flat and dry rotted, so the trailer is just sitting there. And uh, they're trying to get that property cleaned up. They told Brandon, if you want that fucking boat, if you can get it out of here, you can have it. And he was like, okay, well, shit. And so he told me about it. And I said, well, hell, I'll come over there and give you a hand getting the boat. So we went over there, and it was like a, it's like an 18-foot fishing boat. And it's, you know, this is a North Carolina tale for you right here now. It's about, you know, probably be a good, like, little skiff boat or something. It had, like, the, um, instead of, like, a V-hole, it had, like, the tri-hole or whatever. And, um, but very narrow boat, so kind of like a skiff, I guess. I don't know, but it had an 85-horsepower motor on the back, which would run the hell out of that little boat for sure. You would definitely wouldn't want more than two people in them. It's a small boat. I mean, 18 foot, but very narrow. I, mean, I don't know if I've ever seen one like it. Anyway, we're there. We're lifting the motor up out of the dirt and shit and getting a piece of wood to put in there to hold the motor up, and uh, we were going to see if we could maybe back the truck in and pull it out. Um but uh, before we ever did that, my man's over there at the truck doing something, looking for something. <clears throat> I guess maybe a strap or something to strap that motor up. And uh, 
this vehicle pulls up there and this fella gets out and he's got his phone out and he starts walking out. I guess he had his phone out so he could like record you, you know, I guess it record the interaction because people are out of their fucking minds these days. And, um, he got out of the car and I was like, Hey, how you doing buddy? And he was like, that's my boat there. That's the first thing out of his mouth. You know, so being confrontational, I was like, okay. So I just, walked away and walked straight to the truck. So I'm not getting involved with this shit. But, uh, Rams, oh yeah, well, we were working here on this place and they wanted to get this boat out of here. So they told me if I could get it out of here, I could have it. And he said, what's my boat? I used to live here. <laughs> and, uh, so I guess his parents live in the house behind it. And this, these, this fucker is, he lived there, tore the place up. I mean, they've got all kind, just left all kinds of junk and shit behind, um, they're having to redo everything inside the house. The floors are ruined. Um, there's just, you know, trash and shit and junk and all kinds of crap. They left the boat sitting there in the fucking yard that's, you know, it looks like hell. I mean, it would take a lot of work to get this boat fixed and up and running. But for free, you know, Brandon was like, fuck, I'll take the motherfucker. <clears throat> anyway, we're out there and uh, this motherfucker comes up like that and says that shit. And it's just like, you know, I love the getting the phone out. People are just so cowardly and uh, they just expect some drama. They're looking for it. <coughs> and, you know, he's like, that's my boat. And then it's like, you know, right off the bat. Yeah, we got cameras on the house. We see everything over here. It's like, well, what are you doing? Your parents got fucking cameras on their place set up watching the house next door. I mean, what what the fuck is going on? And people are out of their goddamn minds these days. And um, so, yeah, what an experience that was. That was a lot of fun. Very interesting. Could have been ugly 20 fucking five years ago. I could have seen us kicking that dude's ass, you know. It could have happened, you know, now. The phone has nothing to do with us not doing anything. But uh, back then, there wouldn't have been no phone. I guess his parents would well they probably wouldn't have had a good enough camera to pick it up from that from that distance by then. But there was a time when uh, I could have seen uh, I could see us saying, you know, I don't see your fucking name on this boat, buddy. You fucking left it sitting here, uh rotting into the ground. Um well now it's my fucking boat because you fucking left it here. And uh, you know, there's only I think you only got sixty days to get your shit out of there. Um by law, um, so, you know, it could have went a lot different, but we're older and wiser and much sweeter, much sweeter than we used to be, that's for sure, and, uh, but nonetheless, it was, uh, an interesting experience, that's for sure, interesting indeed, Oh, hey, sorry, I had to go take a break, y'all. I had to go uh, heat my coffee up and uh, put on a new pair of socks because I was sitting here and I uh, had a blowout. My toe went through a pair of socks I was wearing. I guess they were getting a little old and thin. And uh, so my big toe popped out while I was sitting here shooting the shit. And I was like, damn, time to change the old socks up and throw this pair away. So I went hardcore. I put on a little pair of ankle socks. Some little, um, I think there's some Hanes ones. Might be Fruit of the Loom. Anywho, I put those on, and then I put on my dickies. My manly dickies. <laughs> my manly dickies socks. 
They even say Dickie right on the toe, in case you didn't know. But they're wool, and they go in your work boots, and then you, you got you put your work boot on, and you get out there in the cold, and you but or, you know, since you're not working anymore, because you're old and broke down, um, you know, they're nice to wear around the house. When you got concrete floors and stuff, you know, floor gets a little chilly, and then in wintertime on your little uh, on your little tootsies on on your toes, my little piggies. Um. Anyways, the um, boat incident was pretty wild. Luckily, <clears throat> nothing bad happened. No violence. No uh, cursing and yelling. And homeboy said he'd be back on Monday to get it out of there. So hopefully he'll have the boat out of there. And, you know, Brandon, he said, man, I really didn't need to fuck with that boat anyway. <laughs> He's already got a bass boat and a fucking pontoon boat. And he didn't really need to fuck with that shit. But, uh, you know, it was a free boat. So he was like, oh, fuck, it gives me something to do and work on and tinker with. And he loves to tinker on shit. And he's pretty good at it. So anywho, yeah, it's just one less thing for him to worry about. And, uh. But we went by and visited with a buddy of his that's uh, in a wheelchair. He's got a MS. And uh, I met him many years ago, and uh, he was a pretty wild cat. And um, I guess he uh, wrecked a motorcycle and broke his back. And uh, I guess he had MS already and was having symptoms with that, but uh, wrecked a motorcycle, and uh, he was... I guess it was MS was uh, like in remission, you know, like in the holding pattern or whatever, and then he broke his back, and then that really uh, apparently exacerbated that situation, and uh, so now he's you know in pretty bad shape. Uh, you know, he's able to dress himself himself and stuff like that. I reckon take care of himself at home, but uh, you know he's uh, in a motorized wheelchair. But he was a metalhead, and that was pretty cool. He had some cool memorabilia there uh, at the house uh, in his apartment there. It was pretty, uh, some pretty cool shit, you know, for me anyway. I'm a metalhead, you know. I mean, I like all kinds of music, but I love me some metal. And uh, he had some Black Label stuff, Black Label Society stuff. Zach Wild, the whole band signed uh, some shit. And he had his Black Label Society leather vest that's retired now since he don't ride a bike no more. And, uh. So he had that on the in a frame signed by the band. That was really cool. And um, but yeah, you can tell he's a, a single man. Uh, he had a lot of <laughs> heavy metal memorabilia all around the living room, and that that was pretty uh, pretty wild. Like you know, to be the age we are now and to be uh, having all that out like that. But what are you gonna do, right? I guess if you don't have nobody else, you just dig what you dig, right? I mean, so that was cool. I enjoyed talking to him. I could see he got excited talking about that, finding somebody that uh, likes the same music as him and shit. But um, people are so uh, interesting. You know, I said something about a buddy of mine as a... We went to a concert, me and uh, Brandon and uh, an old buddy of mine that's uh, schizophrenic now, I guess, and living in a group home last I'd heard. Assuming he's still with us, I don't know. And uh, I made a comment about the, 
they were doing. I saw him on the news. And that's how I found out uh, because he was, they were doing a a piece on uh, WRL about lack of funding for disability people. They were, were looking at fun, you know, cutting some funding for that uh, when Bush was in office. And uh, I said something about it then when Bush was in office, and he immediately piped up and was talking about. Um, <clears throat> Trump and the last election and shit, and I was like, God damn it, you know, and um, so that that bummed me out, but I didn't, you know, I don't hold that against anybody, but it was funny, he was talking about, uh, he was drinking on liberal tears the night that uh, Trump won, and uh, which is funny, you know, just that thought of drinking liberal tears, but that uh, comment, drinking liberal tears, is, uh, shows about the the people feel like they're on a team, and this is a guy that's disabled, um, and I don't know how people can relate to Trump. I just don't, just don't get it. I I can't understand it. <clears throat> um. He's such a fucking piece of shit, Yankee motherfucker. And uh, I can't understand any Southern person liking that motherfucker at all. So, but anyway, uh, and, uh, politics aside, uh, he seemed like an all right dude. And, uh, you know, it's nice to meet somebody that likes the same kind of music as you. But, uh, you know. Again, people think they're on a team, man. People think they're on a team, and they're quick to spout it out and let you know what they who they represent. And uh, you know, I mean, just be on the heavy metal team, dude. Don't let politics ruin an opportunity to have a friendship. I don't know if I can hang out if you're gonna say shit like and you think that's funny to drink liberal tears, or you're not on the team and. They're not on team, and he did say he was black pilled. So yeah, that's better than being a fucking red pill. You know, it's so weird that people use that expression now. And I said something about that so many years ago, just with you know seeing all the bullshit in the world, <clears throat> and how once you see it, you can't go back. And I said that to Tanya, so I was like, it's like the Matrix. You know, you can take this bill, but you can't go back. And uh, I said that like so long ago. I mean, Tanya and I've been together almost seventeen years, and I, I probably said that. In, 15 years ago or something to her and uh, now you hear people say that all the time which is so funny to me um and it doesn't mean like you know that people stole my idea i'm not saying that like rick rubin said it doesn't mean someone stole your idea it just means that it was time for that you know so uh, it was time for that uh expression i guess or to become in come into the today's uh with the lexicon <laughs> is that the right word i don't know man i don't know if that's the right word or not <clears throat> today's uh vernacular today's uh the parlance of our times to quote the big lebowski well you know mauled the beaver picture <laughs> Ah, fucking beaver picture. Gotta love a good pic, a good beaver picture. But, um, yeah, I went and visited another buddy of mine, and, uh, you know, 
It's interesting, friends. Uh, you, you stay friends with people long enough, and you see how people will change over time. And people are idealistic, and you know, and as they grow, they may, you know, their ideals may change, or they they may not even know that their ideals change. You know, as people get more uh, successful financially, they they really, uh, I don't know. It's very easy for people to become judgmental of others when they start to feel confident and often people find self-worth and confidence in their job I mean I certainly have done it all my life which is part of why I'm so depressed now um, because I'm not working and I don't feel the same about myself you know when you've done things that most people can't do and I say that not that I'm some badass, but you take any of these people that sit in an office all day and have them go out there and try to, you know, they talk about supervising people, but they're supervising people that are sitting around on a goddamn computer in a room. You try to go out and, and, and supervise grown men that are rough motherfuckers in a, you know, out in a real world situation and uh, also have to do all this math and paperwork and do all that shit and the things that I've had to do were not not easy. It was physically demanding, uh, mentally stressful, um, and yet people will, uh, you know, easily, you know, because I'm certainly was way more confident when I met my wife because of what I did for a living. And um, but uh, you know, people will make snide comments, and I don't know if they know that they're making a snide comment when they. You know, shit on something that you're doing for fun, or like they think that you think you're gonna become have a cooking channel, like you're gonna be on the Food Network. But you know, when somebody makes a little snide comment about <clears throat> having a cooking channel, and you know, you have a little cooking thing that you do on YouTube or something like that, you know, it's uh, maybe they don't mean to be hurtful, but uh, you know. When someone says something like that, it is a little, a little bit of a jab, and uh, you know, I don't know if it was intentional or not, but I didn't really appreciate it. Um, I certainly don't think I'm Guy Fieri, and I'm not trying to be, and uh, I guess uh, people will always shit on you, you know. <clears throat> People have heard me talk about applying for disability on here, and I guess they think that I can just go back out and find a job. Um, they send me links to jobs to go apply for, and um, I'm assuming they mean well. But uh, it's like, dude, you have no idea what it's like to keep going to work every day when you are in fucking pain all day long, just walking. Or just sitting. I mean, I, I've been working on. I've been doing this podcast now for thirty-two and a half minutes, and I've already gotten up one time. And you know, just sitting here in a chair with a cushion, my fucking hips are hurting. Uh, my ass is burning on both sides. <clears throat> so um, you know, my shoulders hurt every day, all day, every night when I go to bed. It's hard to sleep because they are wore out. Um, my ankles and feet hurt every day. Um, when I walk, they pop and snap and crack. Uh, my knees hurt almost every fucking day. Um, 
And that's just not, and that's not working, man. You go do any job 40 hours a week, and by the end of it, um, you know, I could not really do anything on the weekend anymore um, because it would take me all weekend to try to recuperate to go back to work on Monday and still not be able to work like I used to work and to feel bad about that and to uh, struggle with that. And when you already have depression and bipolar disorder, apparently, um, you know, it's not good. So I'm sure that uh, people don't mean to be hurtful. Um, But people say shit without thinking sometimes, or maybe they don't care. But when they're your friends, you know, it's, uh, you know, again, hopefully they aren't trying to be hurtful. I mean, I know my one buddy is just a smart-ass motherfucker, and, uh, you know, tends to not self-reflect when his life is going well and I've seen his life being the shitter and um, maybe he's forgotten that but you know <clears throat> I can make snide comments too about things that they do but I, I, I don't I'm not trying to hurt or bring my friends down and uh, anyway just thought I'd put that out there in the world. I don't know if anybody will ever hear this and figure out who they are. But, um, you know, maybe think about what you say sometimes when you got a friend that's uh, that struggles and uh, is not happy with where they are and they're not applying for disability for fun and because they're lazy, I would love to fucking go be able to do a job. I took like three when I got fired for aggressive behavior from my last job that I worked really hard at for three and a half years, which is the longest I've ever managed to hold a job. And, um, yeah, I wasn't physically able to really keep up doing things that I thought I could handle doing and and just quickly found out that I just can't fucking do it anymore. And, um, yeah, so for any of my friends that think that I'm just being lazy or that I could do more, um, I appreciate your vote of confidence, but... Um, you know, remember, you got to put yourself in someone else's shoes. It ain't that easy to fucking walk in them. So, anyway, just wanted to talk about that a little bit. And, uh, you know, love your friends and, uh, try to support them. And, uh, try not to be, uh, a snide asshole. And uh, say things that are hurtful just because you got a whole new group of friends and stuff and you don't have time for your old ones anymore. Um, so. Anyways, I love you guys. Thanks for listening. And um, check me out. Check me out on here, man. Tell your friends if you uh, think they might enjoy listening to some stupid old country boy talk about life. And, um, Anyway, love you guys. Thanks for listening again, and um, I'll talk to you soon.